have to tell us a deep dark secret. I do? Yeah. It's customary. That's something apparently. that I started two episodes ago. <laughs> oh. Yeah, basically she just wanted Luke to tell her a deep dark secret. And he didn't tell me anything. A deep dark secret? Yeah. Um... Oh gosh, I, I don't mean, know how deep is and dark. Sweaty's deep dark secret was I didn't listen to last episode yet. <laughs> I didn't listen to last episode yet either. Oh no, God. you need a new one. Okay, my deep dark secret. Okay, well you guys know this. Like, I'm wearing a hat because my hair is gross. And how gonna, gross? Like how many days we talking? Four. Okay, four's four not day. Terrible. Yeah. It's not terrible. It's not good. It's not good, but it's not terrible. I got four day hair and I'm hiding it under a beanie. At least it looks good, though. The bottom half, that's what yeah. matters. I just threw a couple curls in it. I'm like, yeah, that'll work. That'll yeah. do. Yes, me too. <laughs> Speaking of luxurious locks. Oh, I have so much hair. I need to get rid of some of it. Yeah? Is it too hard to wash now? No, Do you find your annoying. arms get tired up there? No. The worst is trying to French braid your hair. Halfway through, I get exhausted and bored. I can't even normal braid my hair. Really? Which is so embarrassing. I can braid other people's hair. I just can't do my own because it's like, it's back there. You I've can't never tried, it. but I doubt I could. Hmm. <laughs> hello! I'm not doing Ooh, it. Hello and welcome to Unstable Universes, the podcast where we ruin two of your favorite fandoms at once. I'm Alana Hopper. And I'm Evan Rowell, and I have a sore throat. And today we have a special guest. Introduce yourself, Dana. Hello, my name is Dana. Um, I go by Dana the Sloth. Online, perfect. I do cosplay things, and I'm I'm excited about fan fiction. What, what cosplays are you working on right now, if any? Uh, I'm always working on cosplays. I'm working on a Valkyrie Espeon, where I'm in a big Evolutions group, like it's Pokemon. Oh, okay. Stuff. Oh, that's cool. And then I'm doing a, a Nightmare Ysera from World of Warcraft. Ooh. Yeah, I do armor stuff. Nerd. I know Ysera from Hearthstone. Oh, oh, oh. All right. Well, That's all the wow lore I know. The aspect dragons. She's like the dream dragon. And then there's Malagos. And that's the only other one I know. Cindragosa. Oh, shit, that one, right? Yeah. There's a lot. Of, it's just dragon stuff. Christopher. Christopher. Of course, Christopher the aspect dragon. Christopher yeah. Robin. <laughs> Everyone knows that one. So what is this podcast, Alana? This is the podcast where we randomly, tandemly, fandomly generate a fanfiction crossover each week, and then we read it to you lovely listeners. So last week, we had Lord of the Rings, self-insert, abduction fic. That's right. Yeah. How, how did yours go, Dana? Oh, it went. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to say it went well. But it's, I have it, and it's something. My favorite was I messaged Dana last night, like, are you ready for tomorrow? And she was like, tomorrow? <laughs> I thought it was on Friday. I I'm, I misscheduled some things, but I whipped it together, you know? Yeah, she made it work, which I greatly appreciate. I mean, we always know when we're recording, and we still leave it to the last minute. So It's yeah. still longer than most of my school assignments, so, like, I'm proud. Like, you definitely wrote yours before me, because you finished last night, right? Yeah, yeah, I was done last yeah, night. Yeah, I didn't I... even start till, like, noon. <laughs> really? I, I had mean, my I beat notes, and that was it. Mine's a little jumbled, because I was watching Shrek 4 while Ooh. I was writing it. Which one's Shrek 4? Shrek Forever After. Oh. I haven't seen that one. It's a gem. It's a gem. Is that the Rumpelstiltskin yes. one? Yes! Oh, okay, that's not a bad one. Fifi the Goose? Yeah. Fifi the Goose? Yeah, it's my favorite character. Add that to the generator. 
Oh my goodness. Let's actually, though. Fifi please, the Goose. Please add Fifi the Goose. I'll submit for that week if you add Fifi the Goose. <laughs> okay. Did we decide who's reading whose fanfictions? We did not. Oh, okay. Um... I mean, we usually have the guest read first. Yeah. It's just a matter of which way are we going. Who is on last? Sweaty was on last. Yeah. Sweaty read yours? I think so. Yeah, he I mean, read Dana's mine. Dana's gonna read mine? Yeah, Dana's gonna read yours. Oh, I'm so sorry. That's You're okay. gonna read mine and I'm gonna read Dana's. Sure. Alright. Okay. Cool. Oh, mine's, I, I forgot how mine started. It's, uh... Thank you. Oh, mine starts like shit. My, mine literally has the word shit like four times. In the first sentence? Yeah. Jesus, is it shit, 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 shit? No. Oh, it's oh, like I don't have a title, fuck. What's my title? Make up a title. Come on, Evan, what's your uh, title? My title is, uh... Uh... Legolas v. Gimli, Dawn of Justice. <laughs> Legolas v. Gimli, Dawn of Excuse me? I love it. It's like the classic film, Batman v. Superman, Dawn of Justice. I'm into it. I'm not into it. I hate it too. Let's 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 jump in. Okay. Do you want a new title? No, can't come up with anything else. Alright, okay. I like it. I vote yes. Am I I going? Shall I start? Everybody ready? I woke up with a groan. Slowly but surely, I climbed out of bed and began to perform my morning routine. Shit, shower, shit again, get dressed, eat breakfast, shit one more time, brush my teeth, then head to work. Is this true to your actual routine, Evan? Uh, it's not, it's not too far <laughs> off, but I don't uh, usually eat breakfast. <laughs> I mean, Are they small shits if you're shitting that much? Or is little, it like little deer turds? Yeah. yeah. Little, <laughs> little couple pebbles. Okay. <laughs> Just a couple little... I only flush once. <laughs> oh, God. That's good. Save some water. Okay. However, this morning was different. As I turned to lock the front door behind me on my way out, I heard an amazing battle cry and felt a wallop on the back of my knees. My legs buckled below me, and I crashed hard on the concrete porch. Then another thump to the back of my head. In my last moments of consciousness, I could see two figures standing above me. A short, stocky man that appeared to be 75% red, fiery beard, and a tall, slender being that moved with such grace I had never seen before. That's a long sentence. I'm sorry. (laughs) You're like, I had to hold my breath. Before I could truly analyze their faces, my vision went fuzzy and then faded into blackness. Ooh, chapter break. I awoke to a splash of freezing water across my face. My eyes opened to see the same two figures standing in front of me as I had seen when I was knocked unconscious. Wow, that was a (laughs) stupidly convoluted (laughs) sentence. That's okay, wait till you read mine. It's going to be so much worse. I tried to stand to run away, but I had been... Fastened securely to a wooden chair with a thick, scratchy rope. Sorry, Is someone gonna throw the chair? Is there chair throwing? There's no th- chair throwing. Oh. Lame. I glance around, and we're in a shady clearing in, of a forest. <laughs> Trees stand hundreds of feet tall. The, thi- the canopy is thick and almost immurable? Impermeable. Impermeable. Sorry, I can't read. I'm in university, I promise. Uh, Only a few rays of sun reaching all the way to the forest floor. You really think this beardless warthog can do it? The bearded one asked. That's me, the beardless warthog. (laughs) Oh my god. The blonde one gave a soft chortle and leaned on the head of his much shorter compatriot. Of course he can. Can't you? His blue eyes met 
uh, met mine as they widened in fear, my voice quivering as I asked, do what? I hope I'm reading this with the right inflection. In oh, yeah, you're killing it. Or am I making it? Okay. <laughs> you, as an impartial third party, must officiate a competition. Gimli here and I have a rivalry of sorts to see who the better fighter is. But someone always seems to lose track of their kills, the blonde elf said, nodding his head downward to implicate the dwarf standing. Why don't they just kill each other, then? Then they know. They, the sexual tension. They, they, they uh, love you're right, you're right. Okay, I the original idea was for them to get married. Oh. Yeah, they were gonna get married, and I was gonna officiate the wedding, but then I'm like, then nothing happens. <laughs> I mean, love happens. There's no conflict there. Yeah. Unless, I guess, you don't want to officiate the wedding. I always want to officiate weddings. Right? Anybody oh. getting married? I'll officiate. <laughs> Alright, I mean... I'll get married just so you can officiate Everybody my has wedding. to have a hobby. Sick. You're gonna marry Luke? No. I'll okay. get married Dana. Yes, You're please. Oh, cool. Sorry, Damon, you're out. <laughs> oh, come uh, oh, come off it, Legolas, Gimli said gruffly, reaching up and knocking the elves' elbow off their perch on his head. You can count fine. You just can't admit I kill more orcs than you. Whoa, savage. <laughs> well, that's why he's here, Legolas said, finger-pointing directly at my nose before turning to, me, to speak to me again. So, you can do it, can't you? I can give it a shot, I said, trying to shrug, but the ropes have me restrained so tightly I can't even pull that off. Correct answer, Gimli chortles, his axe chopping through the ropes, chair, and and myself. My hands and feet Wow, that tingled. sentence didn't... I'm stupid. <laughs> no, 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 it's probably me messing it up a little, too. The My hands and feet tingle as the blood finally rushes back into them. How tight were those ropes? So tight I couldn't even shrug. Bondage tight. Bondage tight. <laughs> no, that's what Gimli likes. Yes. Uh, the two competitors begin to prepare, Gimli sharpening his axe while Legless restrung his bow. After a short while, the, uh, both declare their readiness. Their first competition was a test of speed. Each was, uh, had a score of life-size wooden orcs placed in front of them. The first to knock all of them down is the victor. On your mark, get set, go, I announced. Two of them were off to the races. Gimli sprinted down towards the wooden orcs on his short legs, knocking each one to the ground with a swing of his axe. Legolas, however, stood completely still, licked a single finger, and held it up to the air. I gotta say that Evan is acting all oh, of this I, out I, while I'm reading it. Yeah, I have a habit of doing that. It's, it's so good. After a few moments of feeling the wind on his wet finger, you know, he nods and lines up the shot of his bow. In a few short bursts of arrows, he has knocked down all 20 orcs. Wow. So stunning. <laughs> stop, stop, I yell. Legless wins the first round. The elf laughs while his dwarf friend curses, hacking away at the final wooden orc in front of him, sending splinters flying every which way. The next contest was a test of strength. With a single attack, they would have to destroy as many wooden orcs as possible. Legless started this one first, piling as many arrows as he could fit into the knock of his bow. <laughs> How many, approximately? Oh, it gets into it. Oh, okay. He pulls the string back slowly, careful not to lose any. Finally, he released, and a dozen arrows went flying wildly. Eight of the arrows hit the orc, while four went flying into the forest. That was really specific. <laughs> yeah. I feel like he could have done more. That was some Tolkien-level immersive <laughs> Listen, description. It, it's, all, it's all just... What, what did you call it last week? Flow of consciousness or whatever? Yeah. Stream of consciousness? Stream of consciousness writing. That's how I write. He looked disappointed at his performance, but was amazed. I'd seen three arrows at once before, but twelve was ridiculous. 
Then Gimli stepped up, ready to take his turn. He took a deep breath and began to spin, his axe held at arm's length. At four or five rotations, Gimli let go of the axe with a hefty shout. The axe spun through the air, connecting with wooden orcs as it flew, chopping off heads directly at the neck. It passed through the wood as if it were butter, flying and spinning and chopping through 14 orc replicas in a wild arc before returning to Gimli's outstretched hand. He boomeranged his axe. That's, that's pretty cool. Sick, man. That's, <laughs> that's really cool. Um, never saw that one before, eh, Blondie? He chortled tauntingly. The tension. Chortled. Mm, chortled. <laughs> two, uh, round two goes to Gimli, I shout. They were tied. I looked at the deconstruction and splinters that they had caused, and I was impressed. The destruction, not deconstruction. Again, I swear I'm in university. <laughs> they definitely were skilled fighters. But then I made a sad realization. I don't know what to tell you guys. We're out of wooden orcs for you to destroy. Could we just call it a tie? The two friendly competitors looked at me, then each other, then back to me shaking their heads. Oh, there are no ties, Gimli said sternly. A wicked grin crawling across his face. We've got one last thing to kill. Ready, legless murmurs? Set Gimli's uh, Gimli oh, says no, reply. Not Evan. Guys, no, Jesus Christ, no, I scream and I turn to run away. Go! They shout together and I hear their feet begin to chase after me. The end. <laughs> the end? The end. Oh what? my god. I had no resolution, but I'm assuming you I'm so if, angry. If we ever do a chapter two episode. Jeez, this is the one you're gonna pick? I haven't is seen. it really the one you're gonna pick? I mean, I don't have any other better ones. There hasn't been a better twist ending slash abrupt ending since The Mist, honestly. <laughs> that was a pretty good ending. It was. I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. I mean, I feel so unfulfilled. What, you wanted you to wanted hear Mika die? <laughs> yeah! I wanted some kind of conclusion. I want to know who won. It's like in... Uh, which Harry Potter movie is it? Where it ends on a freeze frame of him on the broom? It's like that. But it's me running away from... Gimli and Legos. Oh, okay. That makes me feel a and, like, bit more. And like the Seinfeld music better. plays in the background. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gotcha. Yeah. You're reading mine. Do I have to? Yes. Oh boy. What's it called? Um, fuck. I don't know. Nothing happens, so I don't have anything to name it after. Nothing happens. So just call it Batman v Superman. Stop! Madonna Justice. <laughs> um. Can you just fit a weird Lord of the Rings and quote in there. Not all those who wander are gay. Stop! That has nothing to do with my story. They're taking the hobbits to Elena's ass. What about Lego lackluster <laughs> ending? Ooh. Ooh. That should have been Evans. That's a good... That's, oh, yeah, that's better. You can put it in the, the like, description. A Lego lackluster ending. I just want to name it something, like, basic, like I always do, like... Breaking Slice of the face. Curse. Slice of Face was a good one. Slice so was Squished Like Grapes. <laughs> that was my one from last episode. Was it last episode? Two no, episodes two ago. episodes ago. Um, I'm going to call it Cabin in the Woods. Can Wait. I call it Cabin in the Woods? Which woods? I don't know. I don't the know Lord any of the, Lord of the Rings. Woods. Cabin the Lost in the Woods. woods. The... I can't. I'm trying to think of something whimsical. The Mordor Woods. <laughs> The Mordor Woods? I don't know, dude. It's your story. Where does Gollum live? He lives in a cave. Yeah. Until he gets rudely ripped out of it. Lost in the Gollum's Cave Woods. Snack time with Gollum. This is good. Snack time with Gollum's a Snack good one. Snack time with Smeagol. Ooh, you got yeah. that alliteration on there? Um, but I call him Gollum. Here, quick, let me no. change it. <laughs> Snack time with 
Gollum. Yeah, Gollum snack, is snack time with Smeagol. How many snack? Uh, how many C's are in snack? Mm, four. <laughs> four C's. Yeah. It's a good snack. Snack. Tasty snack. <laughs> All right. This is snack <laughs> time with Smeagol. Yeah. By Alana. Hey, sexy boys. Already. <laughs> so I love it. Samwise and Frodo jumped at the feminine voice echoing through the woods. Their backs pressed together as they slowly rotated, their eyes scanning the shadows quickly. Over here, called the voice again, and a young woman emerged (laughs) from the shadows in front of them. She had brown hair and wore jeans, a sweater, and a smile. Obviously, no bra. (laughs) That is the exact description I gave of Alana when she texted me. Today to say, what do I usually wear? Oh my god. <laughs> you were like, obviously no bra, and then jeans, a sweater, like, and a smile. Because like, 80% of the time you're here, you're just like, can I take my bra off? And I'm like, <laughs> Whatever. I don't care. It's so uncomfortable. I know. It's like, might as well. Boob cages. Exactly. The two hobbits relaxed, seeing the mysterious voice was simply a young girl and not some kind of horrible monster. How can we help you, young lass? Asked the more handsome of the hobbits. I wonder which one that is. You don't know which one that is? It's definitely Samwise. No. Yeah. Have you seen Bob in Stranger a, Things 2? My god. He's Ooh. a thick boy. Tasty snack. Oh yeah, I forgot. He is a tasty Bob. snack. That's literally the only reason I watched Stranger Things is because he was in it. But Elijah Wood still looks, like, amazing. But Sam, he's... he's In Dirk Gently? He'll take care he's of so you. Great. He's a bear, man. He'll take I guess. care of you, snuggle you, cook for he's you. He's like hot dad versus just like... Hot hobby. Nice guy, you know? <laughs> Elijah Wood's just a nice guy. He's needy. He's like, oh, I gotta destroy the ring. Yeah. Oh, I can't do it alone. It's okay. Once Samwise starts talking, you'll realize how unattractive he is. Oh, okay. <laughs> Could you please help me? I've had the hiccups for a horribly long time, and I have no idea how to get rid of them, the brunette responded. She could immediately tell that the hobbits were beginning to feel uncomfortable. She was asking for too much. (laughs) Maybe she'd given herself away by mentioning her hiccups. Quickly, the girl backtracked. I mean, even just look at them. I'm really desperate. We could go back to my cabin and have a snack. I have some lovely brie and potatoes that I can toss in a stew. (laughs) Boil they them, like that, right? They them, love potatoes. Yeah, boil yeah. them, mash them, stick them in a stew. Yeah. Her eyes were huge and blown out, like she had just smoked a pound of the dankest kush. <laughs> what? <laughs> I know. It doesn't need to make sense. Just chill. But Frodo and Samwise were already sucked in by the mention of food. Yeah, bruh, let's go, Samwise said, pushing towards the path the girl had come from. The girl whose name they learned was Alana led them through the forest towards a quaint cabin. It was made out of dark wood and stained glass with a tall smoking chimney. Alana thought it was beautiful. I love dark wood and stained glass. (laughs) Also chimneys. Yeah. (laughs) Come on in, boys. Alana gestured them inside. Boys is capitalized for some reason. Boys? Boys? Hey, fam. This shit is lit. (laughs) Samwise exclaimed, running towards the buffet, when he suddenly was hit from the side by a chair. No! no! My god. It knocked him off balance, and he stumbled a couple of steps before falling into the blazing embers of the fireplace. 
He's you okay. Killed him? No, no. He's not. Okay, if you fell into a fireplace, you'd be like, ouch, but you wouldn't immediately <laughs> die. <laughs> Just burst into the place. You never know. Maybe that chair killed him. <laughs> you think so? Could happen. I guess read on and find out. Frodo ran inside to help his friend, but stopped when he heard the slamming of the front door and a lock sliding into place. Alana had locked them in. But she could see but he could see her smug face peeking in from the window. She was watching that sick bitch. <laughs> Ignoring her, Frodo ran towards his fuck boyfriend. Grabbing Samwise's arms, he pulled the burning man to his feet. I don't wanna say it. <laughs> say it. That was totally not squirt worthy. <laughs> what? Samwise said I cut the squirt-worthy stuff out of last week's what? episode. What is, okay. what is squirt-worthy? What is that? What you, is my, that as disgusting as I'm imagining? My, my boyfriend's boss says squirt-worthy a lot. He's, like, trying to make it a thing. No. <laughs> I'm saying that now. He runs a, a Mac store. Yeah. And he's just always like, oh, yeah, that's totally squirt-worthy. That's... And she explained this last week, and I'm like, that's gross. I'm that is out. so gross, but, like, hilarious at the same time. What about me, came a creaky, high-pitched voice from the corner of the room. Gollum was illuminated from below by an iPhone flashlight app. <laughs> he sat on a rocking chair, slowly moving back and forth. Oh! Like he was at sea. Bruh, you're the least squirt-worthy thing I've seen in all my life. Run up, freak! <laughs> Laughed Samwise. Frodo tried to hold in his laugh, but snorted in failure. For those people that might not be from Toronto, what the fuck does run up, freak, mean? It's like, fight me, bitch. Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. It's, it's Toronto slang, right? Yeah, it's Toronto slang. Oh. He's just a regular old Toronto boy. Yeah. <laughs> He's such a waste man. Yeah, there you go. Gollum's smile turned into a frown as the light on the iPhone flashed from white to red. How dare you insult Gollum's face, he screamed. Fam out here trying to get murked. <laughs> Smirked Samwise. <laughs> You're right, Sam is so unattractive. Right? I don't know, I'm, I'm getting a little turned on. I'm at about half chub. Oh yeah. my god! I mean, yikes! If you asked what my what my darkest secret was, you're well, a half chub. I'm a well. half chub. <laughs> Turned on by Toronto slang fuckboys. Oh my god! Did you know that it's not fam anymore? It's fam. Yeah, what? That's so stupid. What is it? Any, uh, you spell it F O M as well. Yeah. What's with people saying finna? Like gonna? instead of gonna? That makes me cringe. Like, there's a lot of stuff that makes me cringe. But I, I say this stuff ironically, and oh, yeah. and now I just say it all the time. I think people think I'm serious. Like, I call my sister Daddy. It's not because, like, the it's hard to explain, but there's this show called Summer Heights High, uh, and okay. there's a spinoff called Jamae Private School Girl, and she, it's just, it's, that sounds just like look some it up. anime bullshit. It's not, it's, it's a it's show not from anime? New Zealand. Oh. Yeah, oh. it's, it's hilarious. It's and good? Yeah, it's just, it, it's, I can't even explain it. Just watch it. It's, it's really funny. <laughs> I'll link you it. <laughs> Okay. Is that this week's sponsor? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy, private school girl. Bam out here trying to get murked. Mark Samwise, he pulled his fists up to fight. Frodo walked to the window and gestured for Alana to open it. She complied, allowing the respectable young man to enter the safety of outside. <laughs> what? 
entering the safety that is outside. But why don't you say leave the danger? <laughs> what did I say? Exit, exit the building to the... Stop! I don't know how to write things. However, Samwise noticed this. Are you for real, man? Come reach. Frodo shook his head and Samwise kissed his teeth. That's a good image. I don't like that. No. Not at all. I like it. Oh, thank you. You're I appreciate welcome. that. What nobody except Elena notices was that Gollum was beginning to distend his jaw, stretching it further and further wide until it was large enough to scoop Samwise right into it. He ran forward, pinning Samwise next to the wall before swallowing him in one bite. No! Frodo screamed like a little bitch. He tossed open the window and ran inside, but his confidence quickly dissolved as the hinge-jawed Gollum turned around. Gollum's bare feet slapped against the hardwood floor, making lewd sounds as he cornered Frodo. Lewd. (laughs) Frodo backed up until he felt something press against the back of his legs. The rocking chair! Making a quick turn, Frodo grabbed the smooth wood and yanked up harshly, releasing at the climax. (laughs) The chair... That's the weirdest way to describe someone throwing... The chair arced and smashed into Gollum's jaw, knocking it clean off. (laughs) The frail being cried out in pain, and a black tar-like sludge poured from his open wound. (laughs) Elena seized the moment and crawled back through the window. She picked up the disgusting boy and tossed him into the fireplace, wiping the gook off of her hands. I don't think you're allowed to say that word. Gook? I think that's a bad word about Vietnamese people. Is it? Is it? Gook? Yeah. Oh. Gunk. Is that, that one's okay. Is that one okay? I'm gonna change it to gunk for you. We don't want another white power problem. <laughs> there was a white power problem? Would you like to explain? I wrote that someone was wearing, like, a white power suit. Oh, and, and it translates. Yeah, so, yeah. That's kind of hysterical. <laughs> Wiping the gunk off of her hands and on to her hands, she turned and... Ooh. What? <laughs> I meant <clears throat> off of her hands onto her jeans. Nope. Uh, wiping the gunk off of her hands and onto her hands. <laughs> Just rubbing it in. Yeah. Like moisturizer. <laughs> ew, ew. She turned and faced the young handsome hobbit. A flash of white light and a loud ping broke the tension. Frodo walked over to Gollum's iPhone and checked the notification. It says here your curse has been broken, he read aloud to Alana. She ran over and pulled him into a warm hug. Thank you for saving me, Alana said breathily. Her tits... Why is that? (laughs) Her tits looked great, like they always do. But tits has an apostrophe in it. (laughs) I don't... (laughs) It's not possessive. It's not her tit is looked great. Stop! Her tit is looked great. Art is subjective. Exactly. Uh, yeah. The grammar is objective, and you did it wrong. <laughs> Stop! He's been keeping me hostage, making me bring him any hobbits that I find wandering through the woods. Well, I'm glad he did, because if he hadn't, I never would have gotten the chance to meet a creature as beautiful as you, smiled Frodo, raising his head to give Elena a sloppy kiss. They banged happily ever after. <laughs> the end. 
I think it should have just been you banging Frodo, but... For the entire thing? Now I feel unsatisfied. Yeah. You wanted me to bang Frodo? Yeah. Talk about, like, a lackluster endings. Whoa! Yeah. You trying to edge us, dude? Yeah. Jeez! Alana the Edgelord. These are a lot of edgy fix, though. Mine's not as edgy, it's pretty tame. I mean, actually, no, it gets kind of dark, but I'm pretty... Does yours have a title? Yes, it's called The Selfish Enchantress. Ooh. From yeah. Suicide Squad? No. Oh, a couple, just a couple of DC fans over here. <laughs> a couple of DC references in our titles this week. Yeah. Okay, The Selfish Enchantress by Dana. The civilization of Middle-earth has been ravaged by evil and dark magic in search of a precious treasure, the One Ring. The One Ring which will indeed rule them all. Amongst the chaos, a tiny hobbit by the name of Frodo obtained the ring in a twist of whimsical and unfortunate fate. He knew that he must destroy it! The fate of the very world depended on his success. The only way the small hobbit could ever bring peace to his world would be with the help of a few brave members of the remaining free races. With eight companions, two men, Aragorn and Boromir, Legolas, Gandalf, Gimli the Dwarf, and Frodo's three hobbit companions, they set forth on the journey to end all journeys. A journey that arguably had far too much detail to read without skimming a few pages. That's fair. That is really fair. A journey that would one day be beautifully represented on film. A journey to the center of the earth. Middle earth. With no Josh Hutcherson. (laughs) The members of the Fellowship were all unique in their character and skill, each imperative to the defeat of the evil forces. Except for Pippin. Hey, don't come for Pippin, man. Aww. <laughs> what did Pippin do? He pip- pipped it up. Same with Mary, though. Mary didn't do Mary. much either. Yeah. <laughs> That's who I originally wrote my fic as, Pippin and Mary, and then they were just gonna get eaten real quick, and then, like, just real Frodo and Samwise were gonna come in and, like, actually defeat Gollum, and I was like, I don't have the time to write this. So I just searched all the names and replaced them. Replace all, you know? So wait, which one was gonna be the Waste Man? Huh? Mary or Pippin? Who's gonna be the... Pippin. Uh, <laughs> I think it was more fitting for Pippin to be the waste man. We're gonna call him Pimpin? Pimpin. <laughs> no, that's just so that. good. That is real good. The group relied on each other and thought the trials and tribulations of their travels, they grew closer. Especially Gimli and Legolas. Mm-hmm. And without their playful banter and sexual tension, the group's morale to dissipate and ultimately... The bring upon failure to the entire Sorry, mission. Sorry, butchered that. <laughs> Shrek 4 was a little distracting. <laughs> Gimli and Legolas want to fuck. That's all That's we need to know. That's what I'm getting at. Yes. That's all we need to know. Yes. They were needed to bring joy and security to the group. A symbol of hope that even in times of grave danger, love between beings was possible. Sweet. Pure. A little uncomfortable, I will admit. But still love. It's so sweet. Yeah. Yes. It was in the love and lust between dwarf and elf that the fate of the entire world rested. Should anything separate them, evil would surely prevail. As the men traveled forward, they met many peculiar creatures and people. Some good, some evil, some majestic, and some revolting. None of these beings would alter the course of the Fellowship's journey more than one particular and powerful enchantress. The Fellowship had been walking, instead of soaring on giant eagles which were readily available, but unused for some reason, for days. (laughs) Starvation and exhaustion began to overtake them and they stopped for a rest, camping beneath a towering oak tree. Frodo curled up on the grass, little spoon to Sam. Aww. Yeah. 
When he closed his eyes and allowed his big hobbit feet to sink into the luxurious and lush moss of the forest floor, he could almost envision himself back home in Hobbiton. Still spooning Sam. Oh, yeah. You know what? <laughs> his pleasant thoughts and warmth from mm. nestling Sam carried him into a peaceful slumber, as did the rest of the members with Gimli keeping watch. Suddenly, the group was awoken to Gimli's hollering and the sound of an axe being swung into the mighty oak tree they slept beneath. Get back, Enchantress! Release my own friend and his silky blonde hair! (laughs) Everyone sprung to their feet, baffled. A glowing figure hovered above them. In her clutches was an unconscious, but still radiant Legolas. When Gimli had stepped out to relieve himself, the Enchantress had placed Legolas in a stasis state? Yeah, stasis. Uh-oh. Stasis state, and began to whisk him away. Without Gandalf there to ward off her magic powers, the Fellowship could do nothing as their elfish brethren-slash-lover of Gimli was whisked into the night. Gimli began to sob between his screams. Huh? Legolas, I will find you. I will save you. I I love you. Oh my god. It's intense. I'm not half chub again. <laughs> he broke down and fell to his tiny knees. He knew chasing down the Enchantress without the help of Gandalf was of no use. For now he must wait. And wait he did. When Legolas awoke, he was laid upon a bed of velvet, drapery, and silk. His bow was gone, and all that sit before him was a fantastic meal of every food he had ever dreamed of while on his journey. He reached for some water and saw a figure emerge from the corner of the lavishly decorated room. It was the Enchantress. Who are you? Where am I? Where's the Fellowship? Legolas asked. You're safe, my precious. I wish to free you from that horrible journey. You're in my home. Well, our home. Oh, boy. Legolas looked around, (laughs) astounded. Gandalf will come for me. He is a powerful wizard. Gandalf the Grey. He is no match for my powers. I am Dana. Dana the Sloth. (laughs) She stepped forward into the light, looking totally powerful and stuff. (laughs) Why am I here? Legolas questioned. I brought you here because you're the most beautiful creature I've ever seen. The most precious treasure I could ever ask for. That's fair. I have followed you. He is is. so pretty. I have a six foot tall poster of Legolas on my wall. Oh my god. It's it's weird, but... Did you just like put him at like at floor height so he's just six feet tall and you can like... No, no, yes. Yeah, it's like a full length. Yeah, I have a Lord of the Rings shrine. Oh my goodness. I have followed you on your journey. I knew from the moment I say your exquisite brains, saw, saw, saw your exquisite brains, chiseled features, and perfect elfish buns that you would be mine. Oh, baby. Oh, that you must be mine. I love you. You will stay here forever with me. No, Legolas cried. I must return to the Fellowship. To Gimli. The fate of the world rests on it. The Enchantress began to cry. Oh. You wish to leave me so soon? I suppose it was selfish of me to be willing to let the world crumble just for some perfect elf booty. Won't you at least stay with me for a couple of days? Just let me spend a few days with the love of my life, and then I will return you to my friends. To your friends. (laughs) My goodness, I can't read today. Legolas agreed. They spoke for hours. He detailed his journey to Dana. She listened patiently and eagerly to his words as she brushed his flowing golden locks. They laughed. They cried. And they began to bond. Legolas saw something in the Enchantress he had not previously seen. She wasn't just a creepy, obsessed stalker. She really cared. Maybe. Perhaps her abduction was romantic. Over the days he spent with her, he began to fall in love. 
a love deeper than he ever felt with Gimli. Oh, shit. He had developed Stockholm Syndrome. When the days he promised came to a close, he chose to stay. He could not imagine leaving this paradise. They lived out their days in peace and happiness, uncaring of the world crumbling around them. As the days turned to months, the Fellowship grew more doubtful of Legolas's return. Although they searched, they could not find a trace of him or the mighty Enchantress. They were hidden too well. Gimli slipped into a depression he could only drown with ale and imps. Losing Legolas meant he lost his fight. Morale in the group dissipated and the Fellowship disbanded. Sam and Frodo pressed on, but without the protection of the Fellowship and guidance of Legolas, stating the obvious, they perished. Oh, God. (laughs) The ring fell into the hands of darkness, and a plague of death and anguish swept the land. Nice. All the creatures of Middle-earth were murdered or enslaved. The Fellowship was destroyed. Hope gone. Life ending. All for some elf booty. The Enchantress and Legolas were among the last to be taken by the darkness, spending their final moments in a deep embrace. I'm glad I stayed. I'll always love you. Oh my god. (laughs) The Enchantress looked her love in the eyes for the last time. Goodbye. I love you. She grasped his butt. (laughs) Whoosh! Fire engulfed the two and they were incinerated. Middle Earth was destroyed. A classic tale of the importance of bros before hoes. The world could literally end. This is but story of one selfish Enchantress's quest for booty, which ended in world destruction. Don't abduct people. The end. Definitely the best one of the episode. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Easily. <laughs> Easily the best yeah. one. It got dark. There was a lot of emotions in that. Listen, <sighs> sometimes you just gotta kidnap a guy. Yeah. <laughs> You're so in love with them, you just gotta steal them, you know? She got what she wanted. Unstable Universes does not endorse uh, kidnapping I people. make sure... I, yeah, I, I she said has that. A, right there. Don't yeah. abduct people. Yeah. Last line. Yeah. Don't, don't do it. It's not worth it. Not for that fine elf booty. How good was the booty, though? It was world-ending good. It was willing to yeah. let all of Middle-earth perish and be enslaved because of it. Who's that good? Just oh, my God. Orlando Bloom, call me. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. Is he married? Who'd he marry? He, married Katie, he was dating Katy Perry for a while. Oh, yeah. Was he? Yeah. Oh. I don't know if they're still together, but, like, I'll take care of you, baby. Katy Perry. He can do way better. If it was, like, 2012 Katy Perry, I'd be like, nah. But today, Katy Perry would be like, oh, you can do better. Collabing with yeah. Migos, Katy Perry. Mm-hmm. Weird, woke Katy Perry. Weird, woke Katy Perry. <laughs> Shall we go into our second of two segments? That's right. Our random tandem fandom generator. Yeah, let's do it. So this is a segment where we randomly generate our fanfiction crossover for next week. So we generate two fandoms and a tag would you like to press the button, Dana? I I would. Okay. Oh, 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 oh. Drum roll. Spider-Man Ooh. 3, Jurassic Park, on a desert island. Oh. This is good. Interesting. I'm cool with this that. This is going to be epic. Interesting, because Jurassic Park's on an island, but not a desert island. Yeah. Also, Spider-Man 3. <laughs> I love Spider-Man 3. So, desert island as in, like... Hot, not deserted. Up to you. Okay, do you want to explain Spider-Man 3? Uh, I don't know if I could explain either of them. Spider-Man 3 came out in the early 2000s, right? Yeah. It's the third Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movie. Mm-hmm. Arguably the best one. <laughs> Arguable. It had, who are the villains? Sandman? Venom? Yeah. There's one other guy, I think. 
Isn't the Green Goblin? Yes. That's what it's I... It's James Franco Green Goblin. Yeah. And he spends more time dancing in the movie <laughs> than he does fighting. Yeah. There's a lot he gets of dancing. the black suit. Yeah. He's edgy. Mm-hmm. He's hardcore. He's everything I want to be. He ugly cries, right? Ooh. That's, like, essential quintessential. Mary, Mary Jane leaves him or something, right? Yeah. yeah. For <laughs> For James, James Franco. Franco. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen that movie in forever. I'm just... Yeah. Going off memory. And there's a Sandman's there. For some. Yeah, he's right there at the beginning. It's the kid from that 70s show as Venom. Yeah. Which yeah. is widely regarded as one of the worst casting calls ever. Really? Well, people hate that. Oh. <laughs> like, stay in your lane. <laughs> Jurassic Park. Dana, what do you know about Jurassic Park? Um, there's raptors in it. I know it scared the crap out of me when I was a kid. That's yeah, I love it now. Like, that one that would be like... And it'd like oh, yeah, the acid know, guy? The acid... That guy. Oh, man. Nightmares. But I love Jurassic Park, and uh, tourists all get trapped and eaten. Yeah, the genetically engineered dinosaurs. Yeah. yeah. And in the newer one... The, there's that guy with his drink cups, you know? People oh, cosplay, yeah! Like, people cosplay that guy. like The guy running was... away from the pterodactyls. Yeah, and he's got his... Pterodactyls. Pterodactyls? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, people have been cosplaying that, and I love it. That's I'm, insane. I'm all for it. That sounds like an easy cosplay. I'm into that. You need, like, yeah. a flower shirt. Just a couple margaritas. I'm so always much. looking to have a couple margaritas. Let's go for margaritas right after this. Okay. We gotta, we gotta merge. That's Fuck fine. school. <laughs> margaritas. Listen, a merge is gonna be a lot easier if we downed a couple margaritas. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> I'm into it. And Atlanta. Desert island. It is an island made of desert. Or a deserted island. I feel like we were going more for deserted island. Probably. Yeah. So is it gonna be deserted island? Ooh. Yeah. So it's like, you left on a deserted island, you get three albums, what do you get? What do you listen to? Mm. But it's a fan fiction. Yeah. With Spider-Man Is it a d- and dinosaurs. If there's dinosaurs um, on the island, is it really deserted? There's no humans. True. No civilization. In Old Man Logan, the comic book, not the movie. Okay. The Venom symbiote, because it's just like the little black goop thing. Mm-hmm. The Venom symbiote takes over a dinosaur. Holy shit, that's it's Real in like cool. two pages, and then it just like dies immediately. Aww. Save it for the thick. Save it for the thick. <laughs> that might sneak in. Yeah, I think it should. I think Definitely. that's a great idea. Yeah. If there's any relatable things between Spider-Man Three and Jurassic Park, it would be that. Yeah. So. Okay. Fantastic. <laughs> Dana, is there anything you'd like to plug? Yes, I guess uh, you can follow me, uh, Dana the Sloth, on Instagram. And on Twitter, and like my Facebook page, Jane of the Sloth Cosplay. We'll have all those links in the description of the of the episode, of yeah. course. Oh, thank you. Make it easier on you guys. Yep. And if you want to follow us, you can follow us on Twitter at Unpodcast, on Facebook at Unstable Universes, on Tumblr, unstableuniverses.tumblr.com. I That's never right. post, but... You can follow it. Hopefully, if you want to. I get some free time. We'll see. And then, if you want to write in, you can write in at unstableuniverses at gmail.com. And if you want to read either of our fics, you can find us on fanfiction.net or AO3 under the username Unstable Universes. That's right. Was if, that all of them? I think so. Okay. Uh, if you want to leave us a review, we'd really appreciate it. Of course, five stars if you think we're worthy. Uh, we actually have another person who thinks we are worthy. 
of a five-star review. Yeah. Um, a, a gentleman by the name of, well, his screen name is Anton Bourdain. Yeah, I saw that. But I that. think it's supposed to be Anthony Bourdain. Yeah. Five stars, of course, titled Nothing is Sacred. <laughs> Every episode is brandy new and unfiltered. I love how creative the hosts are despite their twisted tendencies. Semicolon. What the fuck kind of review is a semicolon? <laughs> they have amazing laughs. I'm still waiting for Fozzie Bear as a guest host. I don't think we have that kind of clout yet. <laughs> nope. But maybe someday. Incredible podcast that you'll thoroughly enjoy if you're kind of weird but still a sick whiz. <laughs> which is a reference to our most recent episode Where... in which Chris Redfield has to take a sick whiz in his ex-boyfriend's house and ends up banging his ex-boyfriend's mom. And becoming... Oh. His ex-boyfriend's stepdad. Yeah. God. Yeah. <laughs> wow. you, you missed out on a banger episode I'm, last I'm week. Going, I'm going The ex-boyfriend was Mothman. Yeah. That is a whole coaster of emotions. I'm going home and listening to that tonight. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot. Uh, but yeah, if you want to leave us a review like that, we'd really appreciate it. We'll read it on the on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, we actually have a donate button. Oh, yeah. If you want to donate to us, it's with coffee? Kofi? Kofi? Coffee? I don't know. It's K-O-F-I, but you can find it in our description or on our website. Basically, you can donate in, like, $3 increments. Buy us you a know, coffee. Buy us a coffee, but it's a actually not going to coffee. Better and weird fix. It's gonna go towards hosting. That's right, because we gotta pay for that bullshit now. <laughs> I know! So, but yeah, we'd really appreciate it, of course, if you wanna actually give us a few dollars. That'd be insane, but, like, you know... Do it. We <laughs> we just appreciate your listens. Yeah. But we'd also appreciate your dollars. Yeah. You should just give them an incentive. Say, like, nudes at one mil. That's what everyone nudes. else says. If we Evan's, get a million dollars, I'll post a picture of my butt. Your ludes. Evan ludes. I'll post one of the nudes I have on my phone. From a Tinder boy? No. Not necessarily. I'm Maybe pledging. Me. I'm pledging. <laughs> Okay, so thank you for listening, and we will see you back next week for our Spider-Man 3 Jurassic Park Dessert Island Dessert pick. Island? Dessert Island. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Anthony Bourdain and Jamie Oliver took it that way. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Now I can eat my gold.